0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM with Mankiran Adjala. Now, with the pilot project underway, BC becomes the first province in Canada to decriminalize possession of small amounts of drugs. We talk about what this policy means. We are now speaking to Helen Jennings with the leadership in the interior of Mom Stop the Harm and a group called Stronger Together. Helen, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Please tell me, what do you think of this pilot project that we're seeing here in British Columbia?
1: Well, it's Historic for drug policy to to actually uh, have this exemption for the 2.5. It falls short of um, saving lives. Uh, it's it's a little bit flawed. Could could have gone a little bit further, but you know we we have to take the the, the baby steps and uh, appreciate that we are moving in the in the right direction. But as I said. This won't save lives. Mm. Tell
0: us more about that. Like, what are some of your concerns with this policy? Because I've been hearing from some advocates that they're even saying specifically even the amount, 2.5 grams. Many are saying that's not enough.
1: Well, no. If you're entrenched in substance use, you use way more than 2.5 grams in a day. So we're forcing people out, uh, you know, I don't know how many times a day they'd have to go out and access um, their drugs, which is a toxic supply. And we're sending them into dangerous situations. So 2.5 is, is too low. I don't think the RCMP were even arresting for 2.5 before this. Um, I think in Oregon where they did this decriminalization and Portugal, it's a day's use. So uh you know, the 2.5 is just, is just too small. It's, um, I think it just uh, should, it should, it should be in a, a lot larger amount than that. And on the other hand,
0: too, right, when we look at this decriminalization of small possession of drugs, do you also think that it'll help lessen the stigma around addiction?
1: Well, we hope it will. We hope, um, you know, that that will be part of what it does. And if it, if it lessens the stigma, then people will be accessing help uh, sooner. So, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully it will do that. Um, you know, kind of educate the general public on what's going on as well.
0: And what do you think, you know, speaking of the general public, what are many people not aware of when it comes to this particular crisis?
1: Well, I think people think of substance use as the people on the downtown East side and in Kelowna here, it's our Lawrence and Leon Ave- Avenue. I think when they hear opioid crisis, they think that's who we're talking about. When in fact, this opioid crisis does not discriminate. It's, uh, it, the, the lawyer that uses substances on the weekends and the dentist and the doctor and all the guys in trades that are holding jobs and working, they're dying too. Um, they're all accessing a toxic supply. And that's, that's what this decrim just doesn't change. Is either, If it's 2.5 or 4.5, it's still toxic. It's still going to kill people.
0: And you talked about, too, with this policy, yes, it's the beginning, but of course, it's not enough. What are the next steps that you would like to see in this particular area?
1: Well, the only thing that's going to save lives is a safe supply. And... You know, people don't understand that and it's very complex and that doesn't mean you just go out on the street corner and start handing out free heroin. It's, you know, every, every person in substance use has, has a complex health issue that has to be assessed by a medical team and, and an amount established for, you know, how much, uh, they're going to use and hopefully titrate down over time and, um, get into recovery. So, uh, but the safe supply will save lives because people will stop using poison.
0: And Helen, as I'm speaking to you just now, we did get some news that unfortunately, BC has marked yet another grim milestone with more than 2,000 suspected illicit drug toxicity deaths reported in 2022. The specific number was 2,272 deaths from last year.
1: What's your reaction to this news? Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, the the drugs just keep getting more and more toxic um these these uh dealers are getting more inventive and um yeah the death rate is increasing the toxicity is 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 just increasing so it, it doesn't surprise me and you know what what we're coming up to the 7th anniversary of the declaration of the health emergency in British Columbia what does an emergency mean in this province when Probably over 11,000 people now have died since that declaration. Like this, I don't know. I I, I can't believe a government can stomach these, this, these amount of deaths. I just, I can't believe it.
0: And why do you think it has taken us so long to get to this point, to finally take this step to decriminalize, you know, a small amount of drugs? Why is the process just take such a long time?
1: Well, as I said, it's pretty complex, you know, it's, It's substance use and mental health, and we need concurrent care for that. We don't have enough treatment uh, or recovery out there for the 100,000 people in D.C. that are addicted to drugs. It takes money, and it takes political will. And I think uh, with the stigma, uh, the general public has been so against uh, helping anybody in substance use that politicians are afraid to to take the step. They don't have the courage to, to think outside the box and do something that will actually help. Because what we're doing now is, is not helping. But you can see that by the numbers, it's getting worse. Helen, I really
0: appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: Uh, no, I just uh, I, I really appreciate all the media attention and I think it helps uh, people that don't understand uh, the crisis and substance use disorder to to maybe think a little bit differently around the problem. We thank you. Yeah, you too. Have a good
0: one. Bye now. Bye. We just spoke to Helen Jennings, leadership in the interior with Mom Stop the Harm, and a group called Stronger Together. We talked about how BC becomes the first province in Canada to decriminalize possession of small amounts of drugs and what this policy means. Stay with us here on Spice Radio, 1200 AM. This is the Morning Buzz.